0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation. Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber, or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy. A diverse sound for a diverse community.
1: This is a Joy podcast, brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA radio station, Joy 94.9. For more information, head to joy.org.au. This
0: is The Sound of Now on Joy 94.9. This week I got to chat with Australian dance music royalty. We're talking DJ, producer, vocalist, music curator, host of DanceXL Radio on Apple Music 1, Anna Luno. We had a really, really deep, thoughtful, considered chat and I think you're going to really enjoy this. If you're not across Anna Luno... Take a second, catch yourself up. We can dance to the beat of a 303.
1: I like I like to, I
0: Anna Luno, thank you for your time today.
1: Hello, thank you for having me.
0: Anna, we are a year into this pandemic, dance fans can't head to the club, performers can't get the energy of a live space back, festivals aren't happening, so much of that um, community experience that we have as dance music fans is just not happening. How does that affect what you're working on as a producer?
1: Oh my gosh. In every single way. I mean, from every single angle and I'm also a mother and this pandemic hasn't been kind to mums and parents in general because, you know, childcare has been an issue and, and that's been a real issue for me. So just, it's affected every facet of what I do and what I'm able to do. And so for me right now, it's, it's really about doing my best every day to keep my connections with people to keep my love of what I'm doing to keep engaged with my skills as a producer and 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 be kind to myself as well and not expect life to be as dynamic or as interesting in in the same ways as it was pre-pandemic because it's just not possible and doesn't really exist and I think um you know I'm really hopeful and I think that you know we've got to find the reset point we've got to find the point where we all you know, it will get better, and we'll we'll get to that new place. And it's going to be a new place. And I want to be in the best possible headspace when that happens, and taking advantage of every minute. You know, there's plus sides of me being home from touring for a year. I got to spend time with my little baby who I had right before lockdown. So there's always a plus side, and I'm just trying to find that and and keep positive. And when I'm when my spirit gets deflated, then nothing happens. So it's all about keeping my spirit alive, and and I know that. I try and ch- check in as much as possible with the people who follow dance music and who follow my music because I know that for so many, dance music is their spirit point. That's where they go and they shake it all off and they they get that connection with themselves through dancing all night and through going to rave. So I try to connect with them as much as I possibly can, but it's certainly a different time.
0: Yeah, I saw that really beautiful Instagram post from, I think it was your first one of the year, and you were talking about how your goal this year was keeping your spirit intact and that was such a beautiful way of phrasing it. How is that process working for you?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good with it. I guess I'm doing it by being really deliberate and I think that's been a real key word for me is being deliberate with my thoughts and my energy and my time because when lockdown first started, I was in America for the first eight months of it with two kids under three newborn baby I was actually really sick I got really sick when I was pregnant so I was still recovering and I couldn't go see doctors and so it was really really just survival time I just had to get through each day and get my keep my kids alive and keep everyone fed so you know and I had a radio show that I delivered weekly and that's what I did when the kids slept i just rush and get it all done as much as I possibly could so it really was survival mode and not about me sort of um, all my creative energy or anything like that so I guess over the second half of the year I was able to sort of take stock and realize how me serving that spirit is the core of everything that I do it makes my kids lives better makes my work life better makes my radio show better makes my music better like that's the whole key so to do that I really focus in on um simplifying things each day and making sure I'm really deliberate what I need to do each day I mean it's honestly I could talk for an hour about it so I mean if you've got the time then we can if you want (laughs) but like
0: (laughs) I know you're super
1: busy I, I really struggle not to talk about it more because like I just know how much like my my love for creativity and my love for creative brains is something that is is so important to me that I could honestly talk about it all day. I get so sad. Like I do do interviews with artists just like you're doing right now. And I talk to them for 45 minutes, an hour about everything. And it it breaks my heart when we can't air the whole interview because it's just like this is the struggle that we face, you know, just staying productive and staying in the right headspace and getting out of your own way to be the best possible version of whatever it is that you are.
0: Luckily, we can put like extended versions on demand on the website. We got no issues with putting right. the full thing out. <laughs> um, but you right. do have such a, a positive and joyous and really generous spirit. I was going to say almost like a mothering spirit when you're talking about your creativity <laughs> and and really wanting the best out of these creative people who you talk to. Um, and and that it does kind of come through in your music. There's a real sense of of heart to what you're producing as well. How's that? carried through to what you're producing in lockdown because I know you're working on new music
1: look what I'm doing in lockdown right now is some it's a combination of songs that I have had for a while that I've always wanted to finish and needed the time and headspace to finish because it's much easier to finish a quick club banger than it is to process a more obscure kind of vocal line or line that I've come up with that I need to work out how to make sense of to not just me But I'm also aware that I would play, you know, a lot of my music exists in Clubland. So this is a little window where the music that I release doesn't necessarily have to be confined to Clubland, which has been an ongoing issue with my art, is that I make a lot of music that isn't really club friendly. And I just worked out a few years ago that I didn't have time to release it just because I didn't have the time to finish it. And I just would keep writing it and put it away in a cupboard. So I've got a lot of style, a lot of folders on my laptop that have all kinds of different stuff on it. So I chose a couple of songs right now that I felt I could finish, that I felt that I, that I really wanted to release right now, songs that felt appropriate for this moment. So I'm honing in on them. And, and yeah, that, that spirit and that sense of joy and the idea of wanting to instill that in the people that listen to it is really important to me because I know how it feels to be struggling with that. It's something that I've always dealt with.
0: We're chatting with Anna Luno. You were talking about bringing those songs that you're working on and, and kind of shelved for years and then bringing them back in this moment. How has your relationship with that music changed between when you first started working on them and then, you know, kind of a year into a pandemic now or this time later?
1: Oh, enormously, because they they kind of reveal themselves. I always think of songs as like a video game. Like you you change one sound and then you're like, oh, and it opens up a new level to where the song could go. <laughs> oh, I love so that. It's, I love that. Yeah. I mean, that's, the, that's how it is. Literally, you change one little bell sound and suddenly you're like, oh. I get it now. This is this is supposed to be this kind of thing, and then you you need to reprocess X Y Z because now it needs to be in line with the sonic direction of where you know you need to go. And and the songs sometimes take a while to to sort of reveal themselves, especially when they're not a straightforward kind of club song. That's that's sort of easier and more one dimensional. It's the songs that have complex vocals that really need to be worked, and the songs that have some weird spirit about them that are really interesting to me that I just can't let go of but they're not conventional like there's a couple of songs where it's like it's not a conventional dance vocal it's not going to be easy for people just to take that the structures that we all rely on aren't going to apply to this song so I need to work out a different way to make it work
0: we're chatting with Anna Luno speaking of songs with with that chaotic energy this new song with Nakamura Minami has that that energy it doesn't sound like anything you've produced before and it doesn't really sound like anything minami's put together before how did this i mean first of all (laughs) how did you two get on each other's radar how does that happen
1: oh look i've got i kind of i've been around for a minute so like i've been friends with tracky track crews for a long time like samey and and um um masayoshi like we literally like i've been playing their songs for so long that it's just so there's so there's just a history there I think we write to each other every week I've had them on my radio show I've met up with them in Japan and gone to ramen like we literally have relationships so when I processed this when I sort of when I made ice cream I think I made ice cream around the time I made badass and so there was like 2018 I was touring really heavily that year and I just had this great hook with the synth stabs and the baseline I was like cool I'll finish that at some point. And honestly, I sat on it for two years and I barely changed it. All I did was work out the vocal. That's it. And just like asked Nakamura to to write a vocal for it. And she sent the vocal and I was like, oh, I can finish this straight away because I know exactly what I need to do. So, the, and, and I couldn't, I, you know, I thought maybe I'd work out a vocal for it, but I was locked down with two kids, no studio. Like I was, I was not able to do it myself. So I thought <laughs> no it a great opportunity. No one's tracking vocals
0: in that, in that
1: kind of environment. Oh, look, I tried. I certainly tried, but it was a, it was a fair disaster. So yeah, not a lot of, not a lot, actually no vocals got recorded in that studio, <laughs> in that makeshift area of the house that I, I fashioned during that time. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so basically, yeah, that's it barely changed in those two years, but I just didn't have the headspace to commit to it fully until I'd explored all the options. And that's what it is for me, is like sometimes the ideas just need a spit polish, but they they need a lot of consideration to make sure that it's the decision that I want to make with each song. So with Ice Cream, that energy, I mean, it's funny that you say it doesn't sound like some of the other songs. I mean, I don't try to make the same song twice. I, I feel like every song has a different kind of, a different vibe, but the same vibe at the same time. Like there's some kind of cohesion to the energy, to this hyper kind of spirited, good time. Like I'm not trying to write depressive love songs when it comes to these club songs. These are more spirited ones, but I will say that this EP has some more dimension on it. It taps into different parts of spirit and different parts of, of that creative energy.
0: What was working with Nakamura Minami like?
1: Amazing. She's so talented. I just sent, unfortunately, my Japanese is pretty poor. So I was writing to Sami and telling her, you know, what I had in mind. And she sent back a full, like lots of vocal ideas. And I picked, as soon as I heard the one that ended up in the song, I knew that that was the right one for the song. And I just asked her to read, you know, to hone in on this particular idea, deliver it this particular way. Cause she'd done a few different vocal deliveries. So I really liked that high pitched one. It just felt so, it just felt totally right for the track. So I asked her to hone in on that and record that a few different ways. And honestly, she really just came through with it. It was all her. She's super talented and I'm really grateful to have her on the song. Cause I actually usually do the vocals myself. So it's really nice to have a guest.
0: When can we expect this new EP then?
1: I think that there's definitely one or two songs that I could finish that will be finished in the next 2 weeks and then there's the other two that I need another month or two on. So I'd say that they'll start rolling out within the next 2 months. And I will say that there is some other guests on this EP as well.
0: Oh, and is that a tease and we're not going to hear any more cuz if so, what a way to end the interview? <laughs>
1: um, I will tell you that One of the next songs will have one of the most beloved Australian vocalists in the dance community on it.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. And we'll just leave it there.
0: Such a tease. You're good at this hooking thing. It's almost like you do radio. (laughs) (laughs) Anna Luna, the the new (laughs) song is with Nakamura Minami. It's called Ice Cream. Thank you so, so much for the chat
1: today. Thank you for having me. Have a wonderful day. You too.
0: Find the full playlist on the Joy website, joy.org.au forward slash the sound of now.
1: Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community radio station, Joy 94.9. For more podcasts or to support Joy by becoming a member, donating or subscribing, head to joy.org.au.